Classic Business with Michael Avery, sponsored by Alex Forbes, for insight, advice and impact. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back. We're now going to be chatting to Dilip Naran, VP of CompuGroup Medical South Africa, and he's going to be talking to us about the overhaul of the patient health records. Now, if this gives you chills up your spine, then join the club, because obviously this is on the back of the impending sign-off by Cyril of the NHI, the National Health Insurance with my, you know, my views are well known and uh, Dilip and I were talking before we started recording about this is probably going to be a seminal moment for South Africa and hopefully for South African voters. So before we get into the controversies and some of the things that you're having to navigate, let's just talk about what you do and what you are tasked to do at this point in time. So essentially what your company is going to be doing is overhauling the patient client health records, which is really none of this NHI can happen until we have things like that in place. So do you want to just explain to me how it fits in with the NHI timeframes and how you see this progressing? Thanks, Don. So, you know, the, the NHI, and I, I fully agree with you, there are far too many issues um, that, that have to be resolved. Um, by government before we can move forward with the implementation of this plan. Uh, universal healthcare is amazing and, and it's necessary for South Africa and everywhere else where it has been implemented. But um, in order to ensure that it is successful and that we can get real good, great health outcomes out there, one would need an electronic backbone to support this. And one of the core elements of that backbone would be an electronic health record. So maybe I should just quickly describe to you what an electronic health record is. Um, in, 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 in summary, it's really a digital version of a patient's paper chart. Uh, it includes the history, diagnoses, medications, treatment plans, and a whole lot of other information that is collected through the treatment process. So the most important thing about it is, it, is that it's designed to ensure that you know, you have multiple stakeholders in the healthcare chain. You have doctors, you have nurses, um, and each individual who is treating a specific patient must have access to this record, and this record must be able to provide the necessary information that would ensure effective healthcare. So, uh, you know, that it, it sounds obviously kind of easy, but um, there's a lot more to it. Um, in order for an electronic health record to work, we need um, an infrastructure to be in place. We need networks to be in place. We need the ability to store data. And then most importantly, we've got to have, uh, you know, internet connectivity together with secure storing of all of this data because healthcare data is very valuable. And the last thing you'd want is for um, data to be breached. So, uh, you know, the, the implementation of this is, I've been involved in this industry for roughly 25 years now. I've worked in both private and public health. Um, and in the public health care space, where it is a lot more complex to implement these types of solutions, uh, I've had the experience of doing it with, with a large metro in South Africa. Um, we successfully implemented the solution. So if there is a will, and if you have the necessary budgets in place, you can make this thing work. But extending it across the entire country means that you need to have a proper plan in place to ensure that you can 
um, implement such solutions. So don't, in a nutshell, um, we can't have an effective NHI without the technology to support it. And obviously, um, you know, make sure that the, the necessary policies and procedures are in place as well to ensure its success. And I think that brings us on to, you know, the, the question is that this is not a cheap exercise. It's going to take a long time and it's and it's going to be expensive because not only is there the work of actually sort of making making the system itself, but there's all the networks and the backbones and ensuring that, you know, data security for, you know, is vitally important. You you certainly don't want that information um, floating out there for there for there to be security breaches, you know, which brings me, you know, always brings me back to how we're going to pay for it. And, you know, I mean, I, I always have a look at what the budget proposals are and not only what the tax increases are going to be, which is what, you know, most of us taxpayers are concerned about, but of that that tax money that's coming in, how they're actually spending it. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, as of last year, we bought in about 1.2 trillion rand in, in, in tax receipts from all yeah. the various, you know, not just from from personal link and, and VAT and from company tax and from duties and from fuel levy and all, all those other things, 1.2 trillion. And of that, about 380 billion was already earmarked for healthcare. I think it was approximately that that sort of level. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you try and do some, okay, this is what the NHS does. What are, you know, as a, as a percentage of GDP? And I mean, our percentage expenditure on healthcare GDP is actually up there. We're not way out. We're not spending a um, significantly, you know, reduced amount on, on healthcare compared to other countries. But we would prob- probably need, the, the NHS or the NHI would probably need in the circa 550 billion in order to to get this to fly. And I've I've spoken, you know, to a number of different people and they say, yeah, our numbers are also in that ballpark. You've never heard those kind of numbers coming out of of the government in any way, shape or form. And and to put it in perspective, 550 billion is only 30 billion shy of the entire personal income tax collection for the entire country. And that is the biggest part of income tax that makes up the 1.2 trillion. So I mean, it's 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 mind-boggling that this, you know. And look, what you're doing and you know, doing these electronic records can be used whether or not we go the NHI route or not. I mean, it can only help the the government healthcare system as it stands at this point in time, right? But absolutely, if, yeah. if the NHI is brought on board, then everybody who's on medical aid. And as I'm sure everybody knows, the the NHI prohibits medical aids covering anything that the NHI doesn't cover. In other words, they can cover cosmetic surgery and that's it. Right. So to all intents and purposes, medical aids are no longer going to exist. Um, If you want to have any kind of cover, it's going to have to be on the short term side. Right. So, um, you know, it's it's a it's a huge thing. And. One of my questions here is that do we have the knowledge base at the sort of basic healthcare to actually implement something along these lines? Or is that part of your um, 
met, you know, your requirements is you, you have to make it as user-friendly as possible. Yeah, so look, there are approaches to, to, to an implementation. As I said, I, you know, my core expertise lies within technology and, um, you know, one would never really go and put in massive technology without trying things out. So one of the things is there have been pilots all across the country to determine the feasibility of enabling such technologies. But I must say the problem with these pilots is, you know, they start, they end, and they don't follow through on them. So, um, you know, whatever learnings that come out of a specific pilot uh, at any specific facility in South Africa um, is usually lost, and that's unfortunate. And that's really, you know, not just intellectual loss, but, but financial loss as well, because you start from scratch again, starting with another pilot. And the idea is, I'm, you know, my thinking is that government is probably wanting to start from scratch all over again. So the, the point, the, the, the difficulty that we would have is how do you, how do you support such a plan? Okay. Um, it cannot be done on paper-based files as, as most of the facilities operate at the moment. You're really going to have duplication of effort. You're going to have all sorts of problems if you leave a primary healthcare clinic, the record is stuck over there in some paper file. If you move on to a hospital, they will recreate the file and any tests that were done in between would be duplicated. So it'd be an absolute disaster if you were to start the NHI without some sort of electronic health record system in place. Now, government has got in place some basics. They've got what is called the health patient record system which is a national identifier, which enables us to essentially um, identify a specific in individual with very basic clinical information. That can be used and rolled out, but it's not sufficient to ensure that you have in place the ability to refer a patient from a private facility into a tertiary facility or from a, a public facility like a community health center into a tertiary hospital. So it's going to be difficult to be able to manage such a plan without necessary technology in place. Now, it's, it's not, it's not we, we are very fortunate in South Africa in that if you look at countries such as the UK and, and other countries which have had universal healthcare for decades now, they started at a time when there was hardly any massive technologies around. Um, you know, those, we, 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 we're fortunate in South Africa now that there's a whole lot of technology that is available to us that can enable us to pivot and, 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 and implement fairly quickly um, and having learned the lessons from other countries as well. So the technologies are available. The, um, you know, they say the budget is available. I do believe that we have the necessary skills in this country. But do we have the will to make it happen and ensure that it happens successfully and it's managed effectively? That's where all the questions come in. And I, I don't believe that we are ready to, to take on such a massive project um, in, in, in at least the next two or three years. Um, yeah. If we're going to go the pilot route, then they would have to ensure that the rollout of this pilot is well managed in very small areas so so that you know you can scale it up and and then and then roll it out over a 10 to 15 year period but it's not something that can be done 
on a big bang approach. It sounds like you and your team have your work cut out for you, Dilip. And the more I hear of sort of 20-year trial periods, the happier I am from a personal perspective <laughs> that maybe I never have to, you know, engage in this uh, in this pie-in-the-sky little dream that the the ruling party is, has decided on. That was Dilip Naran, VP of Compu Group Medical South Africa, chatting to us about the overhaul of politi- of the overhaul of patient health records. Thanks so much, Dilip. Classic Business with Michael Avery, sponsored by Alex Forbes, for insight, advice, and impact.